0: Vegas Fever Podcast, episode 21, coming at you on Golden Knights game day. Um, The last regular season game uh, of the year for the Golden Knights. Yeah. Uh, Last game already. Game 56 out of 56 against San Jose. Um, The Sharks in San Jose. It is the um, very last one, and San Jose is pretty depleted. Uh, For this game, they don't have a lot of players playing. Vegas should win. Uh, Well, I mean, (laughs) that's a very good point. And we'll get to some of that uh, coming up here in a little bit. Um, It's it's a very important game for Vegas. They had their chances to uh, clinch the West Division and the President's Trophy. And they didn't either. Um, A very, very good effort from the team uh Pete DeBoer was happy was was proud of the guys because of their effort only 15 guys they were they were down three bodies usually you have an eight you know you know an 18 man rotation because you have four lines with you know three guys and then plus your six defensemen so you know no Paccheretti no Martinez no Reeves no Nosick no Krebs now because Peyton Krebs has a fractured jaw well- he was skating. He's been skating. Right. I think that peter is probably saving him for playoff time because when you when you when you inject Ryan Reeves into a lineup into a game, that combined with the bigger crowd that will be at T-Mobile Arena is is going to be electric. So it already has been because the Knights have had, you know, seventy four, seventy five hundred people, and June first you'll be able to get you know i think they're trying to get 80. 80% mm-hmm. um, it's a little confusing but because of the 3 foot social distance instead of 6 you can't get 100% because the seat next to you is like less than a foot away so
1: if you're in a party though like
0: well they have areas where they can put you but i don't think you can you can't no, buy no, x amount of tickets together no, no, i don't say, really... if you're a couple yeah that's different if you buy the tickets together x amount Mm-hmm. They'll keep you together okay. But if you go over that I think there's like party areas Or you just can't buy right. So many tickets Um, Together It was really It was really frustrating for the Golden Knights That they weren't able to Clinch The President's Trophy Their first President's Trophy They would be only the second team If I'm not mistaken In their history of the NHL And the last team did it in the 40s to win the president's trophy within their first 4 years of existence they the ball was in their court they were able to run the table had they won but now it's not up to them no more they have to win and they also need Colorado to lose one of their last two games right who is Colorado playing you might ask they're playing LA twice well, LA LA's sucks, not good so. and they're playing in Denver so
1: that's doubtful
0: Golden Knights fans are Kings fans for just these next couple of days because they need the Golden Knights to A, win. If the Golden Knights lose, it's done. The Golden Knights now have things to do, multiple things, instead of just one thing, which was to beat Colorado the other night. Now they have multiple things need to happen. So beat the Sharks, and then Colorado has to lose one game. It doesn't matter in what fashion, overtime or regulation. There's no over- if the Knights lose in overtime, however, they're still alive because they gained a point. Okay. And Colorado can win. Okay. And still basically we need Colorado to lose. Right. <laughs> it it, it gets extremely line. confusing. The Knights need to win and Colorado needs to lose. You know, if you try to break it down any other way, right. it gets confusing. Right. Um they didn't do the, they didn't do that the other night, but I'm I'm pretty confident in this group that they can win. I'm not so sure about LA uh
1: beating Colorado.
0: Um but but the Presidents trophy will come from the west. That is just about a guarantee. Toronto has like an outside shot, but they need both Vegas and Colorado to lose everything. So the Presidents trophy is going to come from out west. The Golden Knights will either play um Minnesota or St. Louis, and I really don't like either matchup. I guess I like St. Louis better. I don't like Minnesota as a matchup. But they're going to have to play two out of the three teams from the other teams from the West in order to move to the third round of the playoffs because the first two rounds of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs are division, in your division. So Colorado, St. Louis, Minnesota, the Golden Knights have to play two of those teams to get out. Then they get reseeded. That's why home ice is so important. That's why I really want them to nab this president's division right. whole thing.
1: But what you just said, all that, is very confusing. <laughs> it's not It's not
0: unusual. It's actually the way it goes with every sport with division, mm-hmm. conference, clinching scenarios. They get really, really confusing. But bottom line is, you know, go Knights go. Let's get this done. Mm-hmm. Our portion. You can only mm-hmm. control yourself. And you see how everything else falls. Um, it, was, it was a pretty productive week except for, you know, the last game uh, that the Golden Knights <laughs> played Friday night. They've
1: been playing really, really well. They have been
0: playing really well. But that if there was one game and it was the one game where they were so beyond unbelievably shorthanded, they were so shorthanded it wasn't fair. And they led for a lot of the game. The, the only goal was Chandler Stevenson's and then – you know, Pete DeBoer decided he was going to stick with his rotation time and time again. He has stuck with the rotation. He's only diverted from it once all year. And, you know, it it the rotation has been able, has been good to Marc-Andre Fleury and good to this team. It's kept everybody, it's kept everybody fresh. My problem was Monday was the biggest freaking game of the year. The biggest game of the year, beyond huge. It was a game where you could seal things that you need to have, advantages he should have have diverted from the plan. I haven't said that before because I like the rotation. But plans are meant to be diverted from at times. He didn't do that, and Flurry has been outstanding. Leonard's been good too. But don't you think in the biggest game of the year, when you could—he's said this before. Peter Bourne has said, "We need, home, we want home ice. We're looking to get home ice. We're playing for home ice." That doesn't—that's not what I see when I see that you don't start your. When you don't start the guy who should be starting he's for you in the starting first goalie, game, though, so but let's he should—he should, he should have started Monday okay, and he should start the first game of the playoffs.
1: Do you think he's going to start the first? No,
0: game? I don't. And
1: because technically, it would be Leonard's turn.
0: I'm a, no, no. no. The playoffs is not about turns. In the playoffs, you don't do turns. In the playoffs, you pick one guy and you go. I'm so you basing it off of last year. I'm basing it off of last year. Well,
1: I'm asking, do you think he's going to pick Leonard?
0: Yeah, because every time I think this guy or I want this guy or this guy should pick something else than what I than what I want him to, he picks the opposite. So yeah, but I think marc Andre Fleury should have started Monday, and he should have started the first. You should start the first round a of the huge playoffs.
1: Mistake if he doesn't play Fleury.
0: Well, he's already made it once.
1: Yeah, and it was a mistake. Right. So.
0: Right. Because now, we, because now like we that. have, now we have to. There's so much more work that needs to be done to get to get what they want in the advantage. You know, for the advantage in the playoffs.
1: It'll be really interesting to see what happens tonight, and I really want to see who he's going to play.
0: I think they come out and whack San Jose because they're just mad and San Jose is very, very short. They, they're they not they're not starting. Um, what is their stupid goaltender's name? Martin. I don't
1: remember.
0: Hold on. He's not starting. It's some guy I've never heard of that's going to start. They're down a whole bunch of guys.
1: He's still hurt? Wasn't he no, no,
0: no. Time? I think they're giving him rest, I think. I mean, their season's over. They could spoil Vegas's party by beating them. Martin Jones. Yeah. Uh, it it just hit me as soon as you saw it, I think, because you were pulling it up. Martin Jones will not play. It's some rando. I never heard never heard of the guy.
1: Joseph Carner? Yeah, sure, maybe him. Or Alexi Malinchuk. M-
0: sure, or him. So one of those guys will play, and then you're going to have a bunch of their you know, starting guys on defense and, and, and forwards that are also out. So I think Vegas, no matter who they have on the ice, comes out and smacks the living hell out of San Jose one more time this year just to cap it off because that's what they've done. Since the hashtag not a major penalty two years ago, they've been – Fantastic. I think they've only lost like once in regulation to San Jose, I believe, over two years. So they've been great. They just need to do it one more time. The problem is is that L.A. is not going to help the Knights out. And neither is San Jose. So San Jose might come out and be really tough, but they're not going to do the Knights any favors. I think the Knights just have too many weapons, no matter how many weapons show up. Right. Better than San Jose's. You're not going to get any help from L.A.
1: which is unfortunate
0: and they have two games to do it and i don't really i mean colorado's going for they're all in just like Vegas is. monday was vegas's chance i think that it's going to be really hard unless the knights get lucky but this is what we're staring at
1: they are a lucky team
0: they are a lucky team so they had a pretty good week you know um last friday night four to three uh winners on a Jonathan Marchessault again I think I say that every week a Jonathan Marchessault overtime goal what else is new um <laughs> Vegas was down 3 to 1 and then Alec Martinez made it 3 to 2 late in the second Leonard made some really big saves in the third period and overtime to keep the Knights in it uh, largest crowd of the year um because that was the first game in in May at T-Mobile woop woop. Arena um the very next night on a back to back uh, they defeated St. Louis again So Friday night St. Louis, Saturday night St. Louis Riley Smith had a hat trick um, mm-hmm. Including an empty net late game goal uh, Flurry was fantastic the, the theme is that the goaltending has been really good So even though they lost to Colorado when they should have beat Colorado we will go back to that again They only allowed two goals So some nights you're just not getting it From your offense, but some nights you are But the goaltending across the board has been pretty good That's the That's the good thing um these teams have been really physical. Mm-hmm. St. Louis and the Knights have been really physical with Every one another. Five yeah. <laughs> and I just think all of these teams are really just sick of one another.
1: Well, they played Eight. each other a lot in yeah. a very short span of time. There's have- a lot of um resentment yeah. and anger and everything mm-hmm. else that comes with that. I
0: mean, the seven other teams have played eight games against everybody else. So, I mean, everyone is just sick of each other, just looking at each other. Because I just, want, I just want to go for the cup. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, let's just get in the playoffs. Let's just smack each other around because we just need to see... Who's going to be left standing? And that's what this is. Um, some interesting news, you know, uh, awards-wise for the Golden Knights. Uh, Mark andre Fleury is the Golden Knights nominee for the Bill Masterson Memorial Trophy. Which the award goes to the player that best, who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. Flurry had a really tough year last year with his father passing away. Um, and it was not easy for him on the ice as well. Some of the stuff he went through uh, when the new staff came in. And the way he's bounced back has mm-hmm. been nothing short of incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people didn't think he could do it, including myself.
1: Absolutely. And he has.
0: And he deserves the award. I he deserves whatever award he's nominated for because he's probably, from what I've heard about him, the one of the best human beings on, on the planet. Okay. Um, well. Just I because heard, he's I've funny heard, and generous, right. you know what I've I mean? I've
1: heard a lot of good things. Anyone who's ever run into him has had a positive experience. So,
0: um, When the news came out that he Who was... Who votes for that? I, I think it's like... Uh, it says here the PHWA... Players no Hockey Writers Association I think it's writers I believe um, All the traits that this award You know Requires for you to win He exemplifies mm-hmm. um, No doubt he's he's had a lot of stuff happen And it would be really good to see him win it um, I mean he's 36 He's playing the best hockey of his career He's third by himself all times and all time in wins and I didn't think anybody thought he could make it there because of the shortened year and who knew how much playing time he was going to get. Yeah. You know. But he has. He's played. I mean if if you divide 50 I mean 56 and a half well, you know as well like because
1: Liner was out.
0: Right. Well, I mean, so he's played at least 30 games. Yeah. Nobody thought that he was going to get that chance. Just um
1: sad all in itself. I mean we can, I
0: mean we can I mean that's that's a weekly issue right. that we talk about that it is sad. Um he also was named the third star of the week in the NHL and he's won, you know, he's won first and second before, but he, he was, you know, the third star of the week. Um yeah, you know, I really hope he gets that opportunity to win the award. I hope he gets to start in the playoffs. I guess it's nobody's can't do anything about it. We'll see. Um but I think he's the most deserving. You know, it's nothing against Robin Leonard. Robin Leonard would have been, you know, my pick at the beginning of the year to be the starter, like I said, and and but mm, I think we we, we play the games. We there, do many so. many times, but you know, Flurry has proven why he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Plain and simple. Um we talked a little earlier about Peyton Krebs and you know the Good kid the, you know the kid just came up a couple of games ago and he was playing really really well for a young young guy who just entered the league and he took a puck up high i don't know what to say i mean He he takes a puck up high, goes back to the dressing room. Really don't think anything of it. You know, they call it going back for repairs. Okay, so I thought that, you know, maybe he was getting a stitch. He was getting a stitch or some ice or whatnot, a Band-Aid. No, he has fractured his jaw, and he's done for the year. He had surgery already, and that is not a very comfortable injury to deal with in terms of breathing, drinking, eating, (laughs) sleeping. So...
1: Is it like wired shut?
0: I don't know. I don't it's, It wasn't a break. Is it
1: like the Kanye? Well,
0: no. Or, or the Greg Anthony? Oh, uh, I don't.
1: Oh. Yeah,
0: when he used the floor to, to stop his face. Um, <laughs> okay. So it's not a complete break, it's a fracture, fracture. So he might not have the wire, but he had surgery immediately, like the next day or two. Okay. And that's not fun. And, you know, (laughs) it makes you wonder because Alec Martinez, who, who didn't play last game, and I'm sure he's fine, who, you know, we don't get any information from anybody. Um, But he, Alec Martinez blocks the most shots in the league. He's the league leader. And this kid steps into like the second or third game and he decides that he, you know, that a puck's going to hit him in the face and he's done. But this guy, Alec Martinez steps in front of pucks on the regular. It's just hockey is a silly game. It's a silly, sometimes stupid game, because it makes no sense. Okay. Alec Martinez has, has not had that happen to him, and he steps in front of pucks like, like they're you know, just Okay,
1: but you do know they're purpose. two different people, right?
0: I know, but it's just horrible luck and timing. Yes. Because I think he would have been a, not. he's not a crazy I mean, what, big <laughs> part of their
1: playoff plan. What are the chances that James Neal constantly got was getting his teeth knocked out? That's
0: because he kept replacing them.
1: Okay, so you're
0: not wilded teeth. Shea Theodore didn't replace teeth for three years for a reason, because you shouldn't as a hockey player until you're comfortable. Because as soon as you do, they're going to get knocked out. Maybe
1: James Neal wanted to get laid.
0: I'm sure that's not a problem, teeth or not. He's the (coughs) he's the real deal, real deal, (laughs) real deal. Jimmy Neal. Okay, which I like to point out that James Neal has not been the same player since he left Vegas. Just um, we're saying, not,
1: that's a whole different take, podcast. Should have not... taken
0: the deal, Jimmy Neal. Okay, anyway, Peyton Krebs, <laughs> jaw, done, we talked about, you know, Monday, you know, I think that, you know, we could probably do a whole episode on this show about Monday <laughs> okay, and the Golden, so Knights take, the Golden Knights taking a royal crap on themselves. Can I just themselves. say, he was
1: in such a foul mood and he, he won't admit it at all. But he gets, you know, kind of upset when they lose. But when they lost that game, he was just in such a shit mood. Like, it's my fault.
0: Look, it's not your fault. But whoever's (laughs) around me, it's going to be their fault. Okay, that's just a while. You know, I'm just just a, you know. I don't like when, look, normally the Golden Knights will play 82 plus games. Okay, they'll play 82 regular season games. You're going to lose. I don't have a problem with them losing. That was a hard one. That was... I'm, I know. That was... I mean, like... It wasn't like game of the, two Stanley of Cup positive. final. It wasn't like when Alex Tuck couldn't find the net to save his life in game <laughs> two of the 2018 Stanley Cup, which still... You know, you know what's funny? Is that there's been... Because because it, this is an uppity moment for me. I'm 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 passionate. There's only been a couple of times that I can remember, and I saw this question, you know, posed through a tweet. hmm What moments in sports made you feel sick, hurt? What moments in sports hurt you that you remember, mm-hmm. that you think about? And the first one came to mind was the 2001 World Series. And I know it's been a long, long time. But stuff happened in this country. And if you want to talk about destiny and teams of destiny and a team that should have won the World Series and what a fantastic World Series it was, was the Yankees in 2001. The other is that first-year Golden Knights team Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: didn't win the Stanley Cup. Now, they won the first game and then didn't win another. So it wasn't exactly close. But if Alex Tuck decides that he's going to Actually, put the puck in the net in that game, (laughs) which in Washington, D.C., is known as the save. I can still hear Doc Emmerich's voice. I could still, God bless Doc Emmerich. He's amazing. I'm going to miss him this Stanley Cup run uh, in the playoffs because his voice is unreal. But Tuck just couldn't get it to go. The words from the man. He just couldn't get it to go. If he had, if he had, nobody knows if the Knights win. They were down a goal at that point, but it changes everything. And if the Knights go up to 0 it changes everything. So we don't know for sure. It just sounds like life. It does. If I could have done this, but I should have done that. I know, but we're talking if, about if sports, which, is, million, an, which is an alternate universe when it comes to life. <laughs> So the fact that they didn't take the trophy, the president's trophy and the division, I feel is big on so many levels because it changes trajectory because Colorado is going to be a tough out because Philip Grubauer is a beast.
1: What we're going to do next podcast. Okay. I've, I've decided.
0: Is have a life moment.
1: No. Is, um,
0: (laughs) I had plans for the next one. I don't
1: care. (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't have to be a whole podcast thing, but we're gonna go over.
0: Pod podcast has been hijacked.
1: All the stuff that bothers you, like
0: the two thousand one World Series. No,
1: as far as Golden Knights, I'll even throw in the UNLV because that's what our podcast is about. Wait,
0: wait, wait! I'm gonna air all my grievances,
1: and then that's it. We're done talking about it. I'm- and then next season, when you have more grievances, we could talk about those, but then we will be done talking about these same grievances over and over. It's not a major, blah, 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 Alex Tuck, everything.
0: He just couldn't get it to go. To talk oh! It sounds very
1: familiar to me.
0: Here's Doc Emmerich. Here, okay. Ready, everybody? Here he is talk oh he just couldn't get it to go like and i still couldn't believe that the puck wasn't in the net i think it went in the net and they missed it i think they missed it going in the net and then it ended up in his glove somehow which makes it a goal and I and 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 that definitely was not a major on Cody Eakin, okay. and the Yankees definitely the won the 2001 we're World move on Series. From
1: this because you're beating a dead horse.
0: So some a horse that we can also beat that's not quite dead yet is Vegas and their salary cap troubles. Okay. <laughs> Did you know that this game tonight against San Jose will be the 10th game in a 56-game season? So basically.
1: You've said that many times, yes.
0: I mean, that's a that's a large percentage where they're short on players due to the cap. Yes, we've it's resulted. To their goalie. It's resulted. It's resulted in four of the VGK's thirteen regulation losses. Four losses now, matt if they had one or two less losses, again, we wouldn't we're, be having... But are
1: circling the same train. but this, this is... If but that. this is sports. This okay, is sports. We circle trains in sports, and we talk about drains, the what-ifs. Trains.
0: trains.
1: It's drains. You circle a drain, not a train. But a
0: train circles, too. Doesn't a train make circles?
1: Woo-woo. It just goes in a circle. No
0: way. Well, I mean, sometimes. Look, drains and trains, we circle them, okay? Any hoosier? Big night... For the Golden Knights, and we'll have plenty to talk about, about this and everything else that we just talked about on the next show. Let's, let's, let's divert. Let's pivot. Let's go this way. Pivot. Did you hear the NHL relax their COVID protocols? About a week or two after Robin Leonard decided he was going. Okay. Well, Phil. Okay. (laughs) The NHL has relaxed the protocols. After Robin Leonard went doing on like a, a rant, Trump impersonation. He's I'm just doing, doing the fingers. fingers. I'm just doing the fingers. First off, poli- okay politics is not in this. Okay, but look, the the little hole with the three fingers is is it? Look, it makes a point. Anyway, okay. <laughs> the playoffs. Oh no, let's let's do this first. Okay, so the NHL. (laughs) Now I lost my train of thought because she had to pull that out on me. Um, The NHL did relax some of their protocols. They're going to, you know, take it easier on mask wearing and gatherings and, uh, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I find it really funny because Robin Leonard had a ten-minute press conference talking about this same crap.
1: I know we discussed it last podcast. All of a sudden, or the one
0: before. So, so what is this damage control, or or did Mm -hmm. they? all of a sudden, quote-unquote, we're relaxing it. It was coming, Robin. You just didn't wait long enough. Who's silly here? Robin Leonard or the NHL? Who Who looks like crap?
1: I don't know. I think that it gave him a kick in the ass because he spoke out. I think it was a good thing he spoke out. So, that's... I don't think he was in the wrong. No, he
0: wasn't in the wrong. And but it's
1: about time they, if they promise yeah, them something, that they fulfill their promise.
0: I think it kind of makes the NHL look silly because they should have billies. silly billies. They should have attacked it first. They should have gotten there first. In this, this is a race, and the NHL lost because Robin Leonard was the only player in the league to call them out on their crap, and all he got was negative negativity. He was right. Because look what happened.
1: Well, that's usually corporations for you.
0: And they're they're, they're a big one. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's Very really true. not surprising.
0: Excited that they've done that and also excited that the playoffs. Um, there was uh, Bill Foley was on the tube, you know, the radio, you know, the, uh, the big TV or whatever you want to call it. Announcing a couple of different things. First, we heard that um, the playoffs will start Sunday. The Canadian division will be wrapping up their season. But the playoffs in America will start on Sunday and Tuesday. Should be Game 1 and Game 2. We'll find out who the Golden Knights play uh, very, very soon. uh, (laughs) Bill Foley was on um, media outlets because... He decided that he's going to buy an expansion franchise in the uh, International Football League, the IFL. Vegas will be the 18th franchise in this uh, 22nd season of the IFL. Don't they
1: never last?
0: Well, Vegas has been in the Arena Football League twice.
1: Was that the one with Vince Neil?
0: Vince Neal did own a part of the Gladiators. That was the right. second team. The first team was the Las Vegas Sting. Well,
1: Vince McMahon, too, right? No, that
0: was the XFL. Oh, okay. Vegas was involved in the first one of that, too. <laughs> 20-something years ago. But Vegas had a team in the 90s that played at the Thomas & Mack in the Arena Football League. They also had a team in the early 2000s Um, that also played at the Thomas & Mack. They ended up moving to Cleveland, and then the league folded, but then... Some of the teams in that league are in this league, so they that league folded and these teams came up elsewhere. Twenty twenty two is when, so next year, this will happen. Uh, they'll play at the Dollar Loan Center, and that was the team that that was the franchise that Bill Foley was talking about when he said that there will be another team joining, you know, the Silver Knights you know, and the Golden Knights in Henderson. Um, we all thought that it was the WNBA, mm-hmm. but it's it's this. So I'm like a little, I'm, I'm kind of back and forth with this because, you know, the Raiders are here, so it kind of makes everything else, like football-wise, like crap. It's kind of lame. Right. But I think that what Bill Foley is doing Even in Las you Vegas...
1: Even like you explaining is lame.
0: Well... I'm having a little bit of a flashback, I guess, when Vegas was pathetic and nothing came here. Uh, You know, know, nothing came to Vegas about five years ago when everything was just, like, leverage. Oh, we'll go to Vegas. We'll go to Vegas. We'll go to Vegas. You know, like, maybe we'll build something. Maybe we won't. But now it's real. You know, you've got a little—you've got—it's a sports town. Right. So, you know, what makes it—what makes it lame— if, if there is a lame to this, is the fact that the Raiders are in Vegas. That's the NFL. That's the big boys. Why, why does Vegas need an... Uh,
1: you don't. Uh,
0: right. Is Bill Foley buying just to buy? Is he expanding to expand? Is he just doing to do? <laughs> <laughs> You're very laughy, giggly, you know, and very like, <laughs> you know, this podcast. <laughs> That's how Jason... You're very
1: well, like I mean, backhanded
0: combative, you know, or like not combative. You know what I mean? Like just like, <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, really? Because you like, what's so? he doing to do? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is he doing? Because he can, like, opinion op-
0: opinion wise
1: from you. I think he sees this, the success that he's, and maybe he's going a little,
0: maybe ape bonkers. Ain't bonkers. Maybe he's going a little, uh, cray-cray. You know, he's like, well, we'll do the Golden Knights. Then we'll do the Silver Knights. Now we'll do the...
1: Right. This thing. It's like you... I mean, I agree with what you said. You know, you have the NFL.
0: Right. I mean, this would have been cool if the Raiders, like, didn't come to Vegas. Right. Like, who's
1: gonna go... I mean, I guess it would be fun for families to go to minor league.
0: $50 gets you a deposit on season tickets, folks. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, true, it's more it's, affordable. Right, it's right. not affordable to go to Allegiant Stadium. It it, it, it won't be. So, it's
1: I not. don't know, maybe that's the reason? He wants to tap into that?
0: That's a really good point. It, it's very possible.
1: But I don't know. Right. I think it's a little weird, especially since they all fail.
0: Yeah. See, like, when he... Foley doesn't want to fail. Well, I think that's see, what this is, too.
1: Hockey doesn't really fail. Football doesn't really fail. I'm talking about professional like major league is the silver knights they the minor league hockey did well here
0: right right
1: so that made sense to me well this
0: won't fail because right. the minor league hockey won't fail because it's attached to but major even, league but, hockey
1: right but even if it wasn't though let's just say i think people would embrace it like oh, yeah. they did for um the wranglers the wranglers
0: yeah hockey was always embraced in vegas right for sure he um, was smart.
1: But this has failed, and it, even the one with Vince McMahon, he doesn't do it anymore, right?
0: No. So the XFL failed twice. The Rock actually owns that league now. And they're trying to get together with the CFL, I think, which is in Canada, to cre- they're trying to merge. The Rock bought it out of court. Right. So McMahon went to court against a whole bunch of people suing him because they never got paid. The organizations he
1: right.
0: came up with, they couldn't make money. There was a money issue. Right. Like, I think so they just, sued him, and the, the Rock bought it out of court.
1: I think it's just strange, the whole thing. I think it's a waste. I but think he wants again, to prove he can win. You know, um he's a smart businessman, he so is. maybe he knows something we don't. Clearly, he knows a well, lot well, we don't know. Right, um, right.
0: You wonder when. When is when? When's enough? Enough? You know. But if he, it was another, pro-
1: I think if it was another professional team, it would have made more sense. Right. But this is kind of weird. I don't know.
0: Right. The okay. arena football game is really exciting because it's a smaller field, and the way that they handle, um. You know, kickoffs. There's two big nets, mm-hmm. on both sides, and the w- when you kick a field goal. The space that you have, the uprights, are very small. So it makes it more challenging. Mm-hmm. When they do a kickoff, the kickoff will go off the net and the player will catch it and then run. The field is smaller. The game is faster. It, arena football did well for a long for a long time. It didn't do well, you know, maybe about 5, 10 years ago. But it did well for 20 years.
1: So, they're well, trying to
0: revive that that portion of the game,
1: you know, and like I said, it's gonna be much affordable. cheaper right and something for families to do and... that's what
0: I think he's doing. that's why I think he that's also why the silver Knights was such a good idea too because sometimes you know vgk games are
1: sometimes majority of the time they're almost unaffordable, right. but you know I think it taps into maybe a different audience I don't know
0: I think so um he's always looking for people to get involved locally and it to be more affordable. And so he was able to bring the big team, you know, the big league team to Vegas. He was also able to bring a minor league team to Vegas. So you have, you know, Vegas as a big player in the professional market. And then also now you have affordability. Mm -hmm. And so I can understand that. Um, We'll kind of wrap up the show with the news um, probably big news the last uh, day or two. Uh, the Oakland Athletics have been granted um, the right by Major League Baseball to check out expand or not expansion, to check out moving away from the Bay Area because there has been no movement, hardly any movement in getting them a new stadium. A waterfront stadium in an area of Oakland called Howard Terminal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's right on the bay, and that's the area that they want to build. That the that the team wants to build the Coliseum site. As we've gone through with the Raiders, is not viable. It's not a site where they could build. The building has to be elsewhere. The city and the team needs to negotiate the problem again. This has happened before.
1: Is it the same mayor?
0: Libby Schaff Yeah it is. And the Warriors moved from Oakland to San Francisco because they got what they wanted elsewhere. And the Raiders moved to Vegas because they got what they wanted elsewhere. This is this would be the third team who's looking to leave. Whose fault is this? Is city? it a professional sports problem or is it a city problem? You're absolutely right, it's a city's problem. They have an obligation because sports is a big money-making giant to you know, it's an area. Spread-
1: revenue
0: revenue maker they are on the brink of letting three professional for? sports to nothing so but there are people that live there that have lived there a long time and there are kids and young fans and old fans and this is a, a horrible look the city refuses to do the due diligence to themselves and to everybody else by at least making a more of a valuable concerted effort and Immediately, Vegas's name, the city Las Vegas, pops up as numero uno destination, number one, and that's for many many reasons. Because Major League Baseball is looking to expand to that market, the Raiders have already come, the Golden Knights have been successful. It's a city professional Las
1: Vegas. Athletics. No, they
0: would change their name most likely. I mean, they well, the didn't Raiders change their... didn't change their name. No, but the Raiders is a is a worldwide brand. The Raiders will never change their name. And you might not believe that or want to hear, you know what I mean? Just be like, Pfft. but it is. The Raiders are have gained over a hundred percent in terms of worth since they've moved to Las Vegas. They've gained billions of dollars mm-hmm. of net worth. They're a worldwide brand. The Athletics moved to Oakland from Philadelphia in the 60s, and they were the Philadelphia Athletics. Athletics is a really good name because, it, you know, athlete, athletics, it it could be used anywhere. I have a feeling they would change their name. But other cities could be involved like Nashville, uh, New Orleans, Portland, San Antonio, places that don't have professional baseball. But Vegas would be a slam dunk. An interesting tweet. By Mayor Carolyn Goodman, um, is it Carol or Carolyn? What the hell is her name? Mayor Goodman. She tweets that she's just Carol. Okay. Yeah, Carolyn. Carol. Karen. The female Goodwin, Oscar's wife. Uh, she said that Vegas would be, um, welcoming, and this has been a twenty-plus year process. Interesting little tidbit at the end of that tweet is that.
1: Carolyn, you were right. Fantastic. Moving on.
0: The athletics in Las Vegas have been talking since 2019. Okay. That means that there's somebody involved that's going to build them a stadium. You know where it's going to be. Guess who owns the Cashman site?
1: The city. The city. That place is a dump.
0: But they are looking to revitalize.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: The Oakland Athletics could move to Vegas and not have to worry about stadium fees because the city...
1: But then- Carolyn
0: Goodman has already said that She would do this for soccer. They will gift the site to the team if they, you know, do a couple of things in return. Like what? Sign an agreement. Maybe kick in a small amount of... You know, for the city,
1: even for a professional, they
0: own a lot of stuff around that land.
1: But do you even want to put a professional team there?
0: If they level that area, if they destroy that area, and rebuild, it's revitalization automatically. The north end of the strip is coming up, and that would be part of it.
1: The area I'm talking about, not the site, the area. The
0: area would fix itself when you have something beautiful and lush and brand new it would fit it would fix the problem
1: that seems kind of naive but maybe
0: carolyn goodman in the city of las vegas own that site
1: Carolyn Goodman wouldn- does not own that site i'm the just saying las vegas does
0: she would be able to essentially give that site to she was going to give it to the raiders the raiders had other plans and that's fine you might say well why well of course why would that be that's not here or there. It's free. Now, now look, nothing is free. Okay, but they would have the site done. They might want another site. There's obviously going to have to be a whole lot of other people involved. People on Twitter are like, who who is going to build this team a stadium? Who is going to build T-Mobile Arena? Who is going to build Allegiant Stadium? Somebody is waiting to build that stadium. The athletics lease in Oakland runs out in 2024. So this actually timing kind of works. It would kind of end up being like the same, like the Raiders, how they went on like a one year, one year, one year, one year until they moved. The timing kind of works because it'll take about three to four, three to four years to build. But look, they might get something done, they might not. This is something to definitely keep keep an eye on. Yep. But I think that Vegas is a big player. And that Cashman feel because the MLS talk has cooled. Two years ago, that that Major League Soccer, mm-hmm. which the lights are like, uh, like the the team in Los Angeles basically bought the lights and used them as like a minor league puppet. That talk about the MLS expansion has cooled, and Vegas has cooled. There was multiple, at least two, investing companies that was willing. To go at it for frickin' soccer. How many would do it for baseball? More than that. More than that. And much that, more. <laughs> and because it's a bigger sport and that that site instantly. Now, there's gonna be other ones, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of that chatter. Lots of stuff. Yep. Um God, this was a big show. Yes. There was a lot of stuff going on. Next time, we'll definitely have some playoff stuff, more about this expansion. Didn't really get to talk UNLV, but that's because there's nothing really going on. And yep. back yeah, to Central will, Florida, we and will talk about yeah,
1: Jason's grievances for the last time.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll see how that goes. We'll we'll hammer out some details. This has been fun. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Vegas Fever Pod at the Golden Wife. Follow us, retweet us, subscribe, tell your friends. I I know we're kind of nutty, but we're entertaining. And if you're not doing anything else, give us a listen. Bye. Signing off.